Because you know there's a handful of people actually run everything. That's true. It's provable. Not it's all about not control. To them we just cattle. Numbers battling each other while they're creeping in the shadows. Scheming, plotting, clocking your every move. Locked in your mind, brainwashing till it's rocking. Got the population operating as they want them. Symbolically mocking them, thinking nothing can stop them. So open your eyes to the lies of the evil. The poison in the minds and the lives of your people. And every time they lead you down a line to deceive you. And by then, it's always too late to see. Through the veil that they hide behind Cause your third eye is blind Better take a stand We running out of time Ain't nobody coming to save us Fuck what you had in mind Arm yourself with the truth And jump behind the battle line Can we turn it around? Yeah, it's possible Divide the world for But united world This is for the world This is for the masses Attached to the strings Being pulled by puppet masters This is for the youth Searching for the proof Keep on looking for the clues I'll provide you with some truth This is for the ones Waking up from the spell Beginning to discover themselves Yeah, this is for the youth Searching for the truth Keep on looking for the clues I'll provide you with some proof Hey yo, the stage is set The game is rigged The system isn't broken It was designed this way And only the blind obey Give their mind away To these political, parasitical, cynical, criminal-minded individuals Getting you to surrender your freedoms To the hands of the state With every boogeyman they create Playing they order out of chaos In order to enslave us Distorted our brains to morally degrade us Faces off against each other while they move the on the global chessboard, directing the hordes I don't come to bring peace, I was set with a sword A truth to get you mentally ready for war Step forth if you got the balls to call out these tyrants Or submit your compliance through silence Cause in this filthy system ain't a single soul to trust It ain't right versus left, it's a state versus this us This is for the world, this is for the masses Attached to the strings, being pulled by puppet masters This is for the youth, searching for the proof Keep on looking for the clues, I'll provide you with some truth This is for the ones Yeah, this is for the youth, searching for the truth Keep on looking for the clues, I'll provide you with some proof This is for the world, world Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of A Hitchhiker's Guide to Truth. I'm your host, James Cordiner, and my website is freeyourmindne.com. Before we bring in the guests for this week, I have a couple of things that I regularly go over, plus one addition to those regular things I like to call the housekeeping. So I'm going to bring in a window here. And we're going to just talk about this stuff real quick. So my website here, I already told you, is freeyourmindne.com. There's the logo for it. Uh, How to become the true media. I'm going to be taking that class. Uh, Thank you to Mark Passio for setting that up. This is, I think, the fourth season that he's done, maybe the third. And so this is basically just a class to learn the ins and outs of the technology that we use to create this content. Uh, the inspiration behind this is being completely utter- and utterly sick and tired of the lies of the mainstream media. And it's up to us to get inspired to take the power back into our hands and become the true media. So 
I would like to spread the word about this. I'm not sure if the class is full yet. Uh, you can check on uh, whatonearthishappening.com and navigate that website and find your way to how to become the true media, uh, that portion of the website, and uh, go from there if you're interested in doing this. So we're talking about inspiration. We're talking about getting sick and tired of being lied to and finding the true information and learning how to put it into uh put it into technology and how to you know effectively communicate with technology um not so much the communications part but just the technology part so using uh technology is going to be what go what goes on in this class and it's going to be awesome so so look it up and see if there's any more room and so we're also on the One Great Work Network. So you can go to onegreatworknetwork.com and find many of the content creators that I have on this show. And actually, all of them, all of my guests, pretty much all of my guests are on the uh, One Great Work Network. So go to onegreatworknetwork.com and check out everything that uh, we have to offer there. You can even donate to the network to uh, help with the upkeep of the infrastructure in keeping the network going. Um, so yeah, so there's that. And I also want to, again, talk about the shattering the illusion, uh, one day online event about natural law, true anarchy, consciousness, mind control, and the occult. That's going to be on September 24th, 2022. And we we have a brilliant lineup. Uh, Chris Jansen, Ivan Oyola Jr., uh, myself, James Cordiner, with Jennifer Rose. Mind you, first ever uh, public speaking event for Jennifer Rose. She doesn't do podcasts, but she's she's uh, stepping up and she's going to be doing a uh, presentation. Uh, we also have Joe Murray, Mark Devlin, Mark Passio, Nathan Redette, Sean McCann, and Will Keller. We also have a uh, brand new song by Diesel Automatic featuring Joe Murray. So if you want to learn more about this and about the great speakers that we've invited, Joe and I are putting this together. So the great speakers that we've invited to come and give presentations during this event, go to shatteringtheillusion.info. If you go to the speakers page and you find one, that you like their topic and you want to see more from them, all you have to do is click their picture. And we have it set up that that picture, clicking on that picture is going to take you right to their personal website or wherever you can find um, their posted content. So you can learn more about them based off of like, maybe you see their uh, presentation, their topic, their title. And you're like, whoa, I like that. So I want to learn more about that guy. You can uh, you can do that. Just click on their picture and boom, off you go. So I think that's it for the housekeeping. And we're going to go back over here. And uh, to, to, okay. So there I am. All right. So tonight, if you didn't see the intro, we have, uh, we have, again, we have Will Keller coming in. And we have John Rowland coming in. And Will's been on the show a bunch. He's uh, pretty much like returning champ at this point. And for the first time ever, we have John Rowland. This is the Natural Freedom League. So first time 
having both of you on the show. How's it going, guys? What's going on? It's going good. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Yeah. Good seeing you, brother. Yeah, good man. Seeing you again, Will. We be the natural freedom. <laughs> Throw yeah. that in there. I like your intro, man. <clears throat> that was oh, nice. Oh yeah. Speaking of yeah, the intro, Joe Murray. Uh, Joe Murray. Yeah. Yeah. You guys ought to have him on. You got. You guys should. You guys should uh, team up yeah, one of these times. Definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. For sure, yeah. man. The list is long, man. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of people making content. I will say that there's a lot of new people coming out making content. There's a lot of people that have been making content. Um, so we're doing, uh, yeah, episode 69, which you're going to be the guest on our show tonight. So we're doing nice. double dose back to back shows. It's going to be great. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be, that's going to be a fun night. Yeah, for Get sure. It? Back to back 69. <laughs> Liminal messages, man. We got to use this symbolism. <laughs> you son of a bitch, John. <laughs> that but, was just hey, softball yeah, over the plate, you know? Yeah, that's Had to right. Get it out of here, you know. I'm yeah. surprised you guys didn't have episode 69 a couple weeks ago. With I that, know. With that. I said that. I'm like, you did say that. A, this should be episode 69. This would have this that would have been a lot of you know a lot of fun. Yeah. Hey, John, what's going on, dude? We, you and I never met before. I'm excited yeah. to meet you, man. I'm, I'm excited that you're here. Not that I'm yeah. not excited for Will, but you know he's old news. So, <laughs> John, yeah, what's man. happening, man? Tell tell uh tell my listeners a little bit more about yourself they're pretty yeah. well they should be well acquainted with will by now but maybe not you so tell us a little bit about you and we'll just yeah. from there kind of free flow free form discussion from there definitely yeah you know um my awakening you know started i mean i feel like i was always in the process of awakening you know i always questioned jfk and i remember questioning my parents like you know, my mom was always enamored of the JFK, you know, uh, presidency. And but then I always she never questioned what happened to him. So I'd always like ask her, like, why don't you care? You know, and she'd be like, what can I do? Right. And then like that evolved over time. Like, what's what's wrong? Like, what's wrong with the world? You know, and then you you start educating yourself after high school and start everything started unraveling. Obviously, 9-11, then, you know, everything really comes in and. I didn't discover Mark until, you know, like around 2016. And that was around the time I got involved in activism because of the health freedom movement. And, you know, they, you know, better known as the anti-vaxxers and in California here, they started passing these laws, you know, they have the measles scare in Disneyland and then they were going to pass these laws. And I didn't even know you could get exemptions from vaccines. So I was like, Oh, like, why would you want an exemption from a vaccine? You know, and even though I was already conspiracy minded, I'd never gone down that rabbit hole. Um, I, I had like a distrust for them in the sense of I never wanted a flu shot. I remember thinking the swine flu thing was like a hoax, you know, so I, I knew I didn't trust them. Um, but it wasn't until, you know, I saw them trying to pass these bills. I got involved. And then uh, that's around when I discovered Mark. So uh, I actually, you know, I voted in 2016. I voted third party, you know, and, um, you know, I saw everybody react to Trump win and everything. And then I started understanding natural law and like the real root cause of everything. And I, I started doing some videos, um, more spiritual minded, I think, but definitely connected to natural law and all that stuff. I mean, not that all of this stuff we do isn't spiritual minded, but, um, once then 2020 hit 
it was like, I, you know, because of my involvement, seeing what happened in California, all these bills kept passing. And ultimately by 2019, they passed these bills. One bill was SB 276, which um, took away the medical exemption now. So in 2015, they took away the personal belief and religious exemption. And then by 2019, they took away the medical exemption. Basically, they basically said the government had to approve the medical exemption. And they also passed a bill called AB 262, which was called the quarantine bill that said if three or more people had an outbreak, that could be considered like an outbreak and, and that the health department could decide to um, destroy your property, remove people from your home, um, you know, like uh, quarantine you. And um, that bill passed like, I mean, it was like, you know, everybody voted for it, Republicans, Democrats. So I saw that like, you know, the system didn't work. I was learning from Mark. I, you know, everything Mark was saying was true. So when 2020 hit, the COVID ho shit, as I like to call it, uh, <laughs> where don't nobody know shit. Uh, <laughs> it, I mean, I knew, I knew what it was, right? I mean, I think Mark was talking about it last week or somewhere I heard him talking about it. Like, you know that it's a hoax from the get-go and you see it unravel. And then to know it the whole time, um, basically like by July of that year, I had um, morphed into Natural Freedom League, made a website, went out on the streets of my hometown, and I just started using the anti-vax activism, like signs and info, but with natural law. And um, so started Natural Freedom League and then was connected with Will online through um, like the natural law group. And then a friend of ours, I think like Cindy was kind of the connection with us, a good friend of ours. She, uh, you know, we, we, we started a group, like a, like a more um, close knit group where we met every Sunday night and uh, it's, you know, kind of like therapy. It was nice to talk to people that of the same mind and, you know, share what's going on and everything. And then we started meeting up at some local events that I was doing um, where we would just go out and we would have signs and people would walk by like we did um, out in the city. Um, we called it the great work at the great highway and man to do that in the city, you know, I mean, these, that's really left wing and uh, everyone wearing masks and we're out there saying, you know, it's a, it's a hoax. And, you know, really we're trying to teach natural law, but you get pulled into the, to the, well, well then what, you know, like being called a conspiracy theorist basically, or them thinking that we're Trump supporters or whatever. And, um, so that was kind of the beginning of it. And then that was when I met Will and, uh, Will was just, is very generous with, uh, offering help to people and getting people, you know, what they need to like get started. And he, he talked about doing a podcast and I'm like, oh yeah, that's, that's right up my alley. You know, I've, I've, been doing videos. I've, you know, talked about doing podcasts with friends. We both have a background in music. And so we just kicked, hit it off. And we were actually from the same area, basically, um, probably about 30 minutes away from each other. And so, uh, yeah, then we did a, started the podcast and that became natural freedom league podcast. And, um, uh, he designed the logo, you know, like I, uh, you know, I, I was my inspiration, but he made it come to life. And uh, I was like, dude, let's just partner up on this, you know? And so from there, 
the podcast has been like probably our main focus, but we did, we, we did a, a lot of events at the Capitol, especially before the, uh, the 2020 election. And, um, that was interesting. You know, we saw a lot of stuff out there. So yeah. Um, you know, now we're about two years into natural freedom league, uh, as Will said, 69 episodes, uh, as of today. And, um, yeah, it's going good. And I think we're at a point now where we're kind of coming into our own in terms of like specifically what we want to do and, um, kind of like putting out our individual work as well as having the podcast. So yeah, man, it's been going really good. And, uh, I think the one thing I wanted to, to mention about that is just like the synchronicity of it all and kind of like taking the steps of doing something and then things come together. And like, that was one thing I really saw with all of this is like the universe does really conspire with you. You know, once you raise your consciousness and become aware of the, you know, the little synchronistic events and the people you meet and uh, knowing that it's not an accident, you know? So I've been having a lot of that lately. So I just wanted to throw that in there. That's great. Uh, I, uh, I've been speaking with Will for just over a year now since the seed conference. When that conference happened, I was, I jumped right in the chat because Will opened the whole conference and I paid attention the entire day and I became a dad in 2016. And then I became a dad again in 2021. And uh, then the seed conference happened. And for me personally, like just having grown up with I don't I want to say like poor poor excuses for parents um but there were uh, there's a lot of detail in there but they didn't really do the best they could like it or not I don't care if they hear this it's the truth um so having somebody like Will open up the the conference the first ever conference I ever really paid attention to uh with conscious parents kept conscious parenting for conscious beings was uh was awesome and myself like being a spiritually minded person since the age of like 16 right like there's a big backstory there maybe later we can talk about it if you're if, if we have the time but uh, this path that i've been on and like having uh, met will and then paying more attention to what will does and then seeing the two of you out there with, you know, with with like in real time, man on the street type of activism, uh, bringing attention to natural law, speaking out about it. And probably, uh, like it or not, one of the toughest times in our lives to put yourself out there and speak about it, where people are going to be so just violent about it like uh, will has been telling me stories about people screaming at you guys calling you nazis calling you trump supporters screaming put on a mask and like we're killing people yeah like like that's so twisted but aside from that that dark aspect of it i've seen it i've watched i've watched some of it uh, of what you guys do the man on the street stuff and it's inspirational it really is uh the la- last last saturday uh i came out of my shell a little bit when i saw around the corner from my house this dude parked in the cannabis his name's 420 jim and he drives around the country raising awareness about cannabis trying to get a petition signed however however fruitless that endeavor is going to prove to be uh to get the p- 
people that have been locked up for cannabis uh, and only cannabis, totally nonviolent offenders released from prison. And he's trying to get enough signatures to make a difference. That's his goal. That's his mission. I, I, I don't know. I appreciate it, but, um, I went up to him and I was like, can I interview you? And I had you guys in mind where it's like, they they'd do it. <laughs> you know, they would do it. This is what, it, this is what it is. This is what the great work is. Not only what we're doing tonight, but going up to random people that you don't know what their reaction is going to be. And you try your best to explain it to them. Like, you know, try your best to at least spread the word. If you, you know, about doing that, that's kind of like an important, it's an important part of it. So like, I wanted to thank both of you at the same time, uh, for inspiring me to get away from the computer for a day or an afternoon <laughs> and like seeing an opportunity to go up to somebody that, that seemed to be willing to hear it off the bat and then actually like going through with it and recording it because <laughs> that's another part about it there's like the recording of it all that's another barrier to break down that's another type of comfort that you know that you have to share with the person you're recording and that's not very often you can do that so um yeah thank you and you know about like coming into your own i wrote that down too like you guys have some good good legs under you, under you, you know, some good traction you guys have gained over the last couple of years, huh? Like you guys are from all the shows of yours that I've watched, you're always getting good interaction. You always have very very good guests who are like very respectful, they bring the heat, they have information, you know, and like just round of applause to you guys for for what you're doing and it it matters a lot and you know uh so thank you thanks man yeah appreciate that yeah and fuck the government fuck the government <laughs> <laughs> absolutely i thought it was a, a phenomenal it, it it was a perfect time to to break out the shirt fuck the government <laughs> yeah um true so john throughout what you were saying about all this it seemed let me bring this a little closer or whatever uh, it seemed like almost um, like there's been this buildup in California about the vaccine stuff where they kind of sink, sink systematically or periodically took away freedoms, you know, prevent you from exercising your freedoms almost like, and it's not like me to really say this, but almost like they knew something was coming and that when that thing happened, that one of the most densely populated areas on the planet, or at least in America, would need to be easily controlled. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, you know, so that timeline yeah. you gave of the restrictions that they put into place or the freedoms that they took away, that kind of stuck out to me. And it was like perfect timing. Right. That's why when it hit for me, I was like, th like, this is why this is, this is what they did it for. And then, and I remember even like before COVID, I remember being at like a rally and thinking like, uh, I, I came up with this saying that we were like stuck in a dialectic, right? Because we would get news on Facebook feed, right? And it's to be like, oh, Kennedy wins a case against so-and-so. And, -so, and like, they prove this or Del Bigtree proves this, you know, and it'd be like a win for us, right? Like, yeah. And all, you know, and all the you know anti-vaxxers are like, yeah, see, right? And then something would come out, you know, you know, to say that that wasn't true or debunk it or whatever. Right. And it was like, they're letting us have this debate. 
right? They're, they're, they, they want the polarity. So when COVID hits, you know, now, and, and what's interesting about it, you know, kind of thinking on that next level is that once COVID was kind of in effect for a while, I realized, I realized they're not after the anti-vaxxers. They're after the pro-vaxxers, right? Hmm. They're after the people that'll go along with it. You know, they may want to weed us out, but like, it's sort of like, I mean, it's crazy, but it's like, if it is a eugenics plan, like we're probably the ones that are like more prepared to survive because we're thinking and we're conscious of like, nah, I'm not taking that, you know? And so I think they know that, right? So you start to realize like just how deep they plan and that, you know, these, you know, the whole, you know, Kennedy, Big Tree. I mean, I appreciate their work. I, I, I'll i still put on Del Big Tree sometimes, but I used to watch him religiously. And then I started realizing like, he's talking about, we got to win, but nothing ever happens. You know, RFK gets a victory against, you know, to release the 5G information, but they keep putting up 5G, right? They find out they got, they have Stanley Plotkin on deposition for nine hours confirming everything that anti-vaxxers have been saying, but there's no legal recourse. You know, these guys can't like push it through the goal and be like, okay, like protect our rights or whatever. So you really start to realize just the whole system is, is set up to, you know, again, keep us in that dialectic. They're going to ultimately get the uh the result that they want which you know ultimately it's people that are going to go along with it and the one thing i've come to learn too is that like it it really does seem to be consensual in terms that like they're not actually necessarily going to come to your door and force you down and inject you but they're going to do everything they can to make it uncomfortable for you and coerce you to get it and um in the end you will agree with it you know so um yeah, um, interesting story to go along with that. I'm just going to throw this in there. And sorry, I'm hogging the mic, Will. But uh, is that I'm in a situation right now where I've been working at uh, the grocery store, uh, Safeway, which is owned by Albertsons, right? And uh, man, for two months, you know, I, I stepped into it thinking like the, 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 the pandemic's over, right? Like at least for a little while, let me make as much money as I can before I got to get out of Babylon again. And uh, man, it's it's made me feel dirty. And about a week ago, they brought back the mask mandate. And um, I, had, I didn't have to, but I ended up putting it on for a few days. And I'm telling you, it made me sick. It, it, within four days, I literally was like, I had the chills. I was like, um, I came home, had a fever. My body was achy. I had this chest pain and, you know, me and Will talked about this. It's like your level of consciousness is going to affect how that, how that mask affects you. You know, if you're not aware of, you know, what's going on, you know, like it, it probably won't bother you or you won't notice it as much. But for me, I, I was wearing it on my chin and I, I could, I could feel it in my jaw. I would get tense in my neck 
and my back and uh, I can't do it. So I'm, I'm not going to work there anymore, you know, and uh, going to go back to the old job where I could avoid that, you know? So um, it's just interesting, you know, because I, I don't, I don't really judge anybody that has to wear it because we all have to survive in this system. But because I'm so highly heightened and aware of what's going on, my body physically rejected it. Um, and there may be some biological sh shit behind that. Like I, I, uh, get this, uh, um, I don't know what it's called. It's, uh, uh, it's called pleurisy. I don't know what you'd say it's a disorder or whatever, but pleurisy was like, you get like a cramp in your lungs and it, you have to take a deep breath and it'll like pop. It feels like it, like a vessel pops or something. And my mom has it too. Almost like it comes from the sternum. It's like you, all of a sudden you have this little catch when you're breathing. I, I've had it since I was a kid, not all the time, just randomly. And then I have to, and it kind of like it dissolves or whatever. Right. And it's called pleurisy P L E U R I S Y. And they can be dangerous. Um, but, um, you know, I looked up the causes of it. It didn't say lack of oxygen, but it said inhaling, um, like toxins. Um, so you don't know what's in that mask plastics or whatever you inhaled it. Um, and, um, again, just, I think like even physically what it was doing to me, but I, that, that pain I had in my chest, I felt like that was the first thing I felt. I felt it in my lungs. Like my lungs felt achy and uh, it felt like I thought it might've been like a muscular thing mm. from just moving stuff at the, at the grocery store, you know? Um, but it also kind of had a feeling of like a pneumonia type ache. And then, um, so anyway, I just, uh, I thought that would be an interesting thing to throw in there in terms of like the choices we all have to make. And again, having faith that like the universe will take care of you, you know, even if you're giving up some money, you know, and, um, you know, you have, I, I have kids, you know, and I, you know, have a, you know, a wife who, you know, we work together at this and she supports me and I support her and I, you know, appreciate everything that she does to make, you know, our situation work. Um, and, uh, so yeah, it's just, just an interesting story of where I'm at right now. Cause I'm actually still feeling a little bit sick. It's just been like the last few days. Well, that's like that's that's the thing though is like the the mind body connection, right? It, like when you feel so against something, and you know that it's wrong, and you then you go and you cave or you give in. I feel like that's like uh, you're on the fast track to having a physical reaction to that. Like your mind is going to trigger your body into kind of you know uh, tensing up and like you know, tension and stress, uh, they lead, that leads to inflammation, you know, the certain chemical reactions of certain chemical, um, releases in the body, like cortisone and stuff like that, like that's from stress and can lead to all sorts of really bad physical reactions throughout your entire body, your joints, uh, you know, even your blood pressure, all of these things, they work together. I'm sorry to hear that, man, you know, uh, but you did the right thing. You, you stuck up, you stood up for yourself and said, I'm not going to do this. I'm, I'm stepping away because they're not going to change. 
if they were going to change, they would have never brought it back. They would have learned their lesson from the first time. You learned your lesson. They did not. So yeah. good, good on you. You know, um, that sucks though. You know, we we you're right. We do like live within this system while trying to like make changes to it through in like it's. You know, it's like joining up with the with the cult, right? Like you expect to join the government and change it from the inside, you know, like that's never going to happen. But we still live in this country and like we're, you know, held under duress to like operate within this system while knowing that we can change it, if that makes sense. So like, ah, the man, it just sucks. I deal with that kind of stuff at my job as well. Not with the masks or whatever. It's more... I have a CDL license, so which means that they can randomly drug test me. And uh, so that's something I deal with. And it's really tough. And there's been this kind of ebb and flow with my awakening throughout the years. And uh, I have a family and everything. I took that job to provide for my family. And it's proved beneficial so I guess a little a little sacrifice over, you know, drugs is is okay with me. Uh, having been like a drug addict in the past, that's actually <laughs> so. It's like I give up a little bodily autonomy, but giving up that bodily autonomy for the job so I can support my family actually <laughs> makes me able to do this and to speak to people. Because if it weren't for the drug testing, I probably would have never given up the drugs that I like to do, and I would be a fucking mess, man. I'd be I'd be one of the people that depends on the system, instead of instead of being somebody that can support a family and you know do so to the point where we can homeschool our children, and my wife can be home with the kids, and we can do it that like, you know. Uh, well, that's the but, you know it's interesting. Real quick, I'll, I'll kind of open up. <clears throat> what's going on in my life too, but I, I want to touch on something that John said. Um, you know, the universe will test you, right? To see if you really truly want something. Um, but John said earlier that um, once you start and, and you perform an action, the universe kind of takes care of you, right? This is the energy reflecting back onto you and it kind of snowballs. This is why, you know, the, the point of inertia then creates momentum. So it's all about starting something. Um, so, you know, I, I have been in a family business for 25 years and now my, my parents are retiring. We do construction, we do window coverings, you know, I'm the blind man, but now my, my parents are retiring and I'm not taking over the business because I refuse to um, submit to regulations, government, theft, um, and slavery, and all of that stuff. So contractors, license, and all that shit. So I'm just going to be freelancing and doing my thing. And um, and I'm completely, I'm excited, and I'm open to the opportunity. You know, you got to pour some out of your gla glass before you can get something fresh in there. Um, but I think that's something really crucial for people to understand is the inertia, then momentum. You Once you start something, starting sets the energy in motion, right? And then the universe does take care of you, depending on what you're doing, of course. But, um, and that's how, you know, John and I, our relationship with Natural Freedom League, that's how it's been. We're both uh, 
very similar on many levels, personality, charisma, all this stuff, energy. And we brought this idea, we collaborated on this idea, and then it just snowballs from there. And our style is completely organic and natural. We're just doing what we do and what and what feels good, what feels right as far as, you know, how we're doing our podcasts and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, the energy you get back will will double down and it will it will snowball because there's a lot of people out there that want to go public and they're thinking too much into it. Of course, you got to You got to get the tech stuff down. Um, you have to gain knowledge on marketing or I mean, and most important, you need to figure out what you want to do. Right. And how you're going to present it. But starting at some point, you have to start to put that inertia in place to generate momentum. So, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy times. I can't believe, I mean, we're in the Bay area and it's like deja vu with the whole, um, COVID shit. It's like, it's coming back. The mass mandates are coming back and people need to understand there's no end point with this shit. This is just how the social engineers operate. I mean, you can just trail back through, um, history and it's always just one narrative after another. It's like dominoes and that's what they keep doing. Um, so, it, but it's speeding up and I think it's speeding up for, for a reason. I think the, the energy right now, the opportunity for awareness is high. So they're just throwing, you know, the narratives are coming left and right. Um, so it's good to stay focused, grounded and centered, but most important to act, activate, activate. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's it, something about that speeding up. It had, it does feel like time is speeding up too. at the same, like, it just feels like everything seems to just, the years keep going by quicker and quicker. And yeah, it, I think people are, uh, are becoming more aware. And I think that's why they've had to keep hitting with one new narrative after another is because of just how aware to certain things, the majority of people became uh, in 2020. So I was not a person that saw right through it, right? When it came, when the whole pandemic happened and, you know, the lockdown happened and everything, I was like, whoa, this is crazy, right? I was not a person that was like, this is fake or this is, this is whatever. Um, I've always kind of been the type not to trust the government, you know, not to trust authority, but I've always also seen when a crisis happens to kind of like consider it to be true because what if it is, you know what I mean? Um, so when it all went down, I was kind of like, well, this is nuts, huh? Like expecting it to be zombies. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like I was like, this could be the zombie apocalypse for all we know. <laughs> this could be, I am legend. You know, they come up with a cure and everyone that gets the cure ends up being a fucking zombie. And it still might be. <laughs> it still might. Yeah, it still might be. I just like to be honest about it, like to just be like, hey, like, you know, I wasn't that type of person when uh, when it all came, when it all went down. I thought something was fishy like this isn't this doesn't seem right. And, you know, having it be something that came out of China, my mind did immediately go to what well, this is an attack on the United States for sure, because of Donald Trump putting all the sanctions and all this stuff that I had been kind of politically activated through 2016 up until 2020, like everyone else that wasn't politically activated before 
I think that's what the whole 2016 election was for, like to bring in some douchebag that can appeal to just about anybody that isn't already politically activated because they're politically homeless or disenfranchised or whatever. The next thing you know, you get this guy who's like, oh, he talks like me and like he says things. <laughs> like That's like a lot of people, right? It wasn't me. I didn't really like any of them. I, I never really have. I, I, uh, I've, I only voted once and that was in 2016. And I wrote in my, my, uh, my vote, I wrote Mickey mouse. And, and I like, I was like, whatever, you know, like I got there, I thought I'd be able to check off an actual name, but then it just didn't seem right in the moment. I was just like, what am I doing? This isn't me. And I just wrote in Mickey mouse cause I was already there. And, and I was like, here you go. And I walked away and like, I guess what I'm trying to get at is that like, it just seems to be, um, to me to be something that like I was caught off guard with all of it. You know, I've always been like a homebody, take care of my own, my own, my own surroundings. The bigger world was never a concern to me. And then all this pandemic stuff happened and it was just like, oh shit. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've never had to be on the lockdown. Like me personally, I was, I've been at work the whole time. This is what I do. Like it's, it's a service. You stop taking people's trash away. And people get really fucking sick. It just that's just what happens. Mm-hmm. Like, look at the trash strikes in the 1980s in New York City. There were rats carrying disease. People were worried about getting sick. And like it was happening. It was just a terrible time for that city. And we've learned from that to not to do that, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, it this the, I'm trailing off here. Um, but yeah, I mean it it's always been something where like I hear people say uh, that they saw right through it all away. And like, because I, I wasn't one of those people, I've always been like, well, did you though? Because I, I don't know. I, it's just, I always kind of feel like I need to challenge it, you know, because it's like, you didn't think for one second, not even for one second, like, Oh shit, this could, this could actually be real. Like I better kind of come up with a contingency for this in case it is what it, they're saying it is, you know, like, is it, I guess that's something I, I kind of wanted to ask someone who is forward and honest about having seen right through it. There wasn't a moment, not even like a split, like a couple days there where you were thinking to yourself, like maybe this is the one time they are telling the truth. Like, you know what I mean? Like they've always lied to us. This yeah. is something everyone can agree on. Like we've in one way or another government is good for one thing. And that's for telling you lies but you know that wolf still that wolf still came for that little boy in the end of the story right he kept crying about it and crying about it but eventually that wolf showed up and i don't know could this have been a moment where just about everybody for a moment was like maybe this is for real what do you what do you think about i would say i would say that the reason why i was confident that it wasn't and and it didn't it didn't scare me is because through the health freedom movement, I actually learned about health, right? Like that's a big part of the health freedom movement is like, I mean, if you really go all the way with the anti-vaccine philosophy <laughs> that we don't need them, right? That they're actually bioweapons. They're actually the cause of illness and that our immune systems are pretty amazing and can, you know, take anything. Um, 
I was at a point where, you know, and it's only gotten worse that I really didn't believe anything they said. And I actually, you know, obviously it's even gotten worse now in terms of learning about germ theory and, you know, that, you know, they've never really isolated a virus and, you know, proven that, you know, there's this thing that, you know, we can pass to each other or whatever. But I knew that like, if there's an illness, like for example, when swine flu happened, 2009, they said, oh, all these people are going to get sick. Here's this terrible virus. And like 10,000 people died or something like that in Mexico. And it's like way more people die from the regular flu every year. Right. So it was like, they clearly just hyped it up, put out a vaccine, rushed the vaccine to people. People got injured by it, you know, and it was a, it was a, a hoax. I mean, you can even find news reports, mainstream news reports of them saying, you know, that the WHO was guilty of basically, you know, I don't know if they called it a hoax, but, you know, negligence definitely um, with the swine flu incident. So coming off the heels of that and then with the health freedom movement and just knowing that, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just think that I, you know, I, I don't think they are as powerful as they pretend to be. I think that's part of it too, for me. Um, and I think that, you know, in terms of like the, the way in thinking in those ways, you know, after nine 11 and then Obama became president and then nothing happened, right? Like Obama didn't like, uh, bring Bush and Cheney up on war, you know, as war criminals, which everybody thought they were at that point. I mean, the left would have supported that. If Obama would have been like, I'm going to bring up Bush and Cheney on war crimes when we're going to leave Iraq, I think the country would have supported that shit. You know, those guys are war criminals. But what happened? No, he just went along with it. He you know, could, kept the same policies. Then you realized, oh, he's one of them. He's their cousin, you know, and then and then, you know, it's like now, you know, so again, that and then also like um I'm going to say a situation like Sandy Hook, you know, like I, I saw that happen in real time. I saw them change the narrative in real time from they had somebody in custody to it was a lone gunman, right? Like that was like, well, that was 2012. That was a weird time because that was the first time it was the conspiracy was in real time. It was like a week after it happened. I, I saw a video of the whole thing. And the police radio, the police had apprehended like three or four guys. They had videos of these guys in the forest. I mean, once you see that, you're like, okay, like everybody's in on this shit. You know, they're all in on this. Like 9-11, no one has spoken out about 9-11 in the government. Nobody, you know, Putin doesn't call them out on 9-11, right? It's like, they're all in on it. You know, it, it's global. It's a global thing. So yeah, I, for me, I, I really was, I mean, I, I just was like, I wasn't concerned. I knew it was most likely a hoax. Um, and I, and I didn't really believe that there was something out there that could harm us. Like, and I knew this is what I knew for sure. If there was wearing masks <laughs> was never a solution. Standing six feet apart makes no sense. Yeah. Right. You know, so if you even take their numbers, their... <laughs> the one way aisles in the grocery stores. Oh, yeah. All, it was yeah. just, yeah. It was like so, it was such a mind control 
thing. So yeah. And again, like, you know, listening to Mark up, uh, you know, I mean, that was like, I had just finished with Mark. I was going into Rudolf Steiner and, you know, you know, so it, yeah, in terms of my worldview, I just was like, no, this is fake. It looked fake, yeah. you know? And you know, I wanted to say that like, even today, like there's a video just as an example, there's a video of Biden riding his bike and he falls. <laughs> okay. That whole thing, that whole thing could be them trolling us. And I, I believe that more than I believe that he really fell in it. You know, it's like Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, you know, it's like the Warriors winning the NBA championship, blue and yellow, everything's blue and yellow. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like, I I could ignore all those synchronicities and coincidences and say it's a coincidence. And it's like, and you know, and it doesn't have to be black and white. There could be a gray area, but the more you start seeing all the stuff that we that they feed us, I'm very skeptical. Even of the stuff that people are like, you know, I always comment on Luke Rakowski. He ignores me, but Luke Rakowski, <laughs> he'll he'll say, he'll say like he'll say, uh, you know, just the, oh, how come they don't? Oh, the Uvalde police are gonna, you know, and I'm like, bro. They didn't show footage of Sandy Hook. That school had top-notch security. They couldn't show the kid breaking into school. You know, I don't I don't need to see kids being shot, but you could have shown some of it. But no, to protect us, Obama didn't want to show it. It's like th- there's a certain point where it's just so it's it's so ridiculous. What's your take on it, Will? Yeah, you know, I mean, all the current events, it's entrainment and entrapment for the mind, right? These are cul-de-sacs. Now, the positive benefits is that you could take any one of these events, 9-11, COVID, JFK, any of this, right? And and you can break it down with a little time and attention and you can discover that the government is full of shit and you can raise your awareness. That's what it's good for. It's, it's not where you wanna stay. A lot of people still are stuck in the current events where they just go on to the next narratives and they dissect them and see, look, I'm proving again that the government's full of shit. It's like once you know, you know, the point is to evolve past that and get into a place of of action and causal factors. It's like what John was saying earlier with, uh, you know, um, Robert F. Kennedy and Del Bigtree. It's like, oh, we got to win. And then they still pass some some regulation or something, right? They it, That's the dialectic. They want people stuck there, stuck at that level. The last thing they want is people to actually understand reality, natural law, how the mind and how the laws of manifestation actually operate and then put it into, into action, right? That fucks up their whole game. That's what they don't want people to do so they they keep these they they want people at that level of entrainment for the mind um i i mean i knew i and i didn't have one event that kind of woke me up my own um drug addiction and going to into my own internal depths of hell is what woke me up but i come from a family of of people that that totally understands the government is illegitimate and they're full of shit. So, I mean, even as a young kid, uh, I never took the news serious. It always seemed fake to me. Um, I understand government was bullshit and a control system um, and even public schooling as well. But um, so when COVID came out, I mean, yeah, I, 
it was like, whatever, I want to know what's going on in my actual environment and around me. Um, so, you know, the, the news says one thing, but what's going around in your surroundings is something completely different and you can see how people react. Um, so, yeah, but I think it's important for people, you know, it's, it, it doesn't matter if, you know, if, if you didn't, you didn't see through it when it happened, what matters is right now. What, what, what are you doing right now? What are people doing right now to, um, to progress and, and influence minds towards freedom and morality? Uh, you know, the whole COVID shit, COVID ho shit. That's like, this is like the new nine 11. There is a great awareness happening. This is huge opportunity for people that understand causal factors to get in, get on the battlefield and, and use, use the, uh, the sword of, of the voice right? To start right. speaking truth and getting out there. So it's a huge opportunity. Yeah. I'd say, um, I like what you said. It's like, you need to start paying attention sooner than later and see like, that's where a person that could relate to me might, uh, the lesson that they would need to learn right at this point in time is start paying attention sooner than later. And you'll be able to notice the patterns and notice how they pull these tricks over on people and everything. And you'll be able to not let it affect you. If you raise yourself to a higher state of vibration, you're above that shit. And you're not, you're going to be able to just soar right over it and see right through it. You know, we, we all know Sean McCann, he's likened it to a deck of playing cards and they'll put a card down. You'll be able to say, I know what they're going to use that card for. And then they take out another one out of their hand and another, and then another. And all the while you're like, I know what those cards are for. You know, it's like, it's, it's a, it's a great analogy that he's, that he's, uh, mm. shared with me. And, you yeah. know, I mean, um, yeah, I wasn't completely asleep. I was just in my own world. I didn't pay attention. So you see, like, I always knew authorities bullshit, you know, that it's been on my, oh yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's been something that I've said for a long time. It's something that I have on my uh social media is the tim o'leary uh, quote of to think for yourself question authority you know it's been there forever and it's something that i've like a little mantra that i've always like stuck with you know but it's like a person like me gets kind of uh bogged down by you know the world sometimes it's uh it's a tough thing to overcome and you yeah, take a lot of willpower to to overcome it and to be able to uh, still continue with everything that all, all the other responsibilities that you have. Well, e even you know. Neo, even Neo goes into the matrix to, to create change. Right. So this is, <laughs> th this is what we're doing, right? We're in yeah. there, there is, there is no escaping the matrix, but we can, we can elevate our consciousness above it. So, you know, we're, we're still, we're operating within it, but, um, it's not, it's not ruling our internal world. It's not ruling us. Um, so and, yeah. And being aware of the different levels that people are at, you know, because, you know, again, like, I mean, once I heard Mark, you know, Mark really put a name to it all. Right. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an anarchist. Yeah. Like yeah. fuck the government, you know, like, yeah. Why do I keep fucking, this is the actual problem, you know, like, and I saw it with the hmm. health freedom movement. I saw it in real time. You know, I mean, we had thousands of people in the hallways of the state capitol 
the most the most they had ever seen like 5000 people lined up in the hallways going up to a microphone saying hi my name is so and so i represent this organization and i vote no, or i'm i'm against this bill i oppose this bill i oppose this bill it took four and a half hours to go through all the people who opposed it meanwhile they bus in some medical students that are like 22 years old or something to go in their white coats to go up there. And then they always say, Oh, I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of like thousands of nurses. I'm speaking on behalf of this, you know, and they go up and say their thing. And then the, the bill just passes, you know, it doesn't, they, and not only that, I mean, they pull corrupt, corrupt tricks, you know, where like one day the bill's not going to pass. And then they're like, Oh, we're not going to vote today. We're going to delay it till next week. Mm-hmm. And then it gets passed and then Newsom signs it, you know, and it's like, and then you see the Republicans supporting it too. Like, you I mean, you know, it's like, there is no real, I mean, obviously we have a super um, democracy, whatever it's called here, a super majority Democrats in California. That's why we're like the mob most rule communist <laughs> state. California. But, mm-hmm. but no, I mean, I think that's a huge part about hmm. the occult. And I think this has kind of been discussed is like, you kind of have to know who you're talking to and where they're at, uh, or you have to read the room a little bit. You know, I can't talk to my mom, you know, well, my mom, actually, I can plant some seeds with my sister. Yeah, that's a little more difficult. And so if I want to plant seeds, I have to be creative. I have to be strategic. I have to recognize she's here. This is what she cares about. How do I connect that with what I'm talking about, you know, and it's only going to, you know, it's only going to work a little bit at a time. So that's, that's a hard part of it. You know, I mean, if if we're going to allow people to be free, you know, we, unfortunately, like we have to allow those people to, you know, go into the, (laughs) if they want to go to the smart cities, you know, we can't like physically stop them (laughs) necessarily, you know, we can only ask that they don't drag us there with them. (laughs) That's all right that's why we got to be we got to be influencers right yeah yeah that's a very important very important uh point to make will thank you yeah absolutely because they're going to try to grab me and bring me in there it's going to be all bad for them it's not going to be nice (laughs) i'm badass at some nunchucks man believe me (laughs) are you believe me are you (laughs) are you for real I can, I mean, I can, I could whack a motherfucker, but I mean, I'm not, yeah, I'm not Bruce Lee, but I, I got a, I got a wide variety of, uh, tools. Good. Good. I'm just, I'm, I'm proficient <laughs> with firearms. That's <laughs> awesome. and, and my fists. <laughs> I'm pretty proficient with my fists. I've broken my hands enough times. They're basically just a couple of concrete blocks <laughs> at the end of my wrists. <laughs> it's just a, just a part of growing up in New England. <laughs> get into some scuffs, you know. Get well, a, I'm, a, get I'm a skinny dude, so my dad always says, "Yeah, Kellers aren't aren't big, right?" I mean, I'm skinny, so you know okay. my my arms are jumper cables, but um, you know, all's all's fair in in war. So. Oh yeah, I tell people I get dirty. You come after me, I will defend myself. I'll get dirty, dirty <laughs> side, real quick too. It'll happen. Like you won't even. You'll think we're you. You'll think we're still playing, 
and next thing you know i've got your i'm twisting your ball sack around (laughs) i don't even care i don't care you come at me i'll defend myself i take that shit seriously i really do (laughs) excellent (laughs) don't take no shit um so we're gonna close it out we did we did an hour on here excellent you guys want to switch it over so all right if you're watching this on the network stick around uh even well actually even uh no we're switching over a different streaming service so um anyone watching this show we're gonna switch it over and uh we're gonna go to natural freedom league so stick around go to onegreatworknetwork.com that's onegreatworknetwork.com if you're watching this on any of a hitchhiker's guide to truth uh you know streaming platforms to continue watching this excellent conversation but in case you have to go i would like to send you all off with just a quick positive message you know it can be done change starts within if you want to change the world around you start that change within yourself point the finger back at yourself say what have i done be honest with yourself with the change that you can make within in a moral way objectively moral way and start making this world a better fucking place plant those seeds for those trees under whose shade we will not sit because it's not about us it's about the future and until then you know prepare to defend yourself at all costs because they're coming for your soul and you need to fucking you need to be aware of that shit too so without any further ado i'm gonna end the stream now um for anyone real quick actually guys uh just give a send off in case people don't follow us over there um will john whoever uh, just We're, tell them where they can it's find gonna the rest be, of you. Yeah, it's going to be streaming on One Great Work Network, um, Twitter, Facebook, uh, under Natural Freedom League, Float Odyssey under Natural Freedom League. You can go to naturalfreedomleague.com, and we got everything linked on there as well. So Excellent. And for the replay, I'm going to make sure that there's there's a, a link to your website and, uh, and you know, whatever else I can I can conjure up. I'm pretty sure I can find all of that. So, all right, that's what we're going to do. Um, John, thanks, you got anything brother. to say? No, just thanks for having me on. It was fun, and I look forward to continue talking. All right. <laughs> all right, peace out. Agape. Yeah.